Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So the entire leftist narrative where they're trying to cover up for Joe Biden, who is an active national security threat to the United States right now. I'm not kidding. The entire narrative is falling apart. No, Hunter's emails and these potential payoffs to the Biden crime family by enemies of the United States. It's all Russian disinformation. It it, it is? Are we sure about that? It's Russian disinformation. Are we sure about that? Because that's not exactly what our director of national intelligence has said in a televised interview nationally on Fox. Oh, I got that for you. Um, I've got also the real cost of Bidenomics to your wallet. It's devastating. You're going to lose a ton of money, probably your business, too, in many cases, if Joe Biden's elected president. I also want to get into the um, real downsides of what's going on with Twitter right now and Facebook and their censorship and a potential solution. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity from prying eyeballs and busybodies today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show on this fine Monday. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Dude, I'm doing okay. I'm just a little worried we don't have anything to talk about today. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, it's just uh, I, no news this weekend at all. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and then I just said, Joe, on a funny note, um, and they're not funny, but um, ironically funny. I just read an article at Fox News. It said that um, there's an asteroid hurling towards Earth that not a joke, by the way, that may la- that may impact Earth the day before Election Day. Luckily, it's the size of a refrigerator. They're saying it's only a 0.41% chance, and it will disintegrate, not do any serious damage. But th- nothing to talk about in 2020 ever. Nothing. nothing. About, it's, it's already the worst <laughs> decade ever, and it just can we skip to 2030? Is that even possible? That Adam Sandler movie with the fast-forward remote where you can, can we just fast-forward to 2030? Please. I'm begging you. Oh, great. Right. Yeah, nothing to talk about at all. All right, let's get right to it. Busy show today. Today brought to you by Helix. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been shockingly sleeping very well lately. Uh, a lot of that due to my, given everything going on. But due to my Helix Sleep mattress, we love it. I have a midnight Lux from Helix Sleep customized just to me. Why? Because I took the two-minute sleep quiz. How? Well, Helix Sleep makes a personalized mattress right here in America, shipped straight to your door, no contact delivery, free returns, and a 100-night sleep trial. To choose a mattress, take the quiz I took. It takes two minutes completed it matches your body type to sleep preferences and matches the perfect mattress for you you want a mattress that's soft you like firm you sleep on your side you sleep on your back you sleep on your stomach you sleep really hot with helix there's a specific mattress for you I took the quiz and I was matched to the Midnight Lux I told you about before. I wanted something firm because I sleep on my side due to my arthritis and stuff. I love Helix, but don't take my word for it. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ, Wired Magazine, Apartment Therapy, and my friend Brian, a police officer buddy of mine who stayed at my house, slept on one of our Helix mattresses and said it was the best mattress he's ever slept on. Not a joke. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They'll match you to a customized mattress for you for the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan for up to $200 off your mattress order. Helix also offers exclusive discounts for our military first responders, teachers, and students. Check out their website for more information. Again, helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash Dan. Go today. All right, Joe, let's go. On this dead, non-existent news day, right? I mean, gosh, it's like a tidal wave of it's like trying to drink from a tsunami coming in. I have to I have to sit there all morning and portion out what we're going to talk about, what I have to leave for the rest of the week. So let's get to this one first, because this is the most important issue of the time. I'm not kidding. Bottom line up front, Joe Biden and his family are an active national security threat to the United States right now. Digest what I just told you. That's not hyperbolic. It's not stated for soundbite effect. That's a fact. The Biden crime family is an active national security threat to the United States. Known enemies of the United States, notably Russia and China, nuclear-powered enemies. We now have records and emails indicating, and a Senate investigation, conclusively, that a member of the family has taken payoffs from people connected to Vladimir Putin, million-dollar payoffs, a member of the Biden family, Hunter, million-dollar payoffs from the former mayor of Moscow's wife, a noted friend of Putin. We also know that there have been payoffs from what they call China Inc., the Biden family, that is, the Chinese Communist Party, where 
in one of the emails, it stated some of that money was being held in reserve for Joe Biden. Joe, by the way, you're suggesting that an article hints that Joe Biden may be in the back pocket monetarily of the Chinese Communist Party. That's exactly what the article is saying. There's more news this weekend about the Ukraine angle as well. You're like, this gets worse. Of course it gets worse. About there's another article indicating what in Ukraine he was up to something too. You know, Ukraine where President Trump was impeached over a perfectly legitimate phone call with the leader of Ukraine. Yeah, now you know why he was impeached to distract you from what Biden did in Ukraine. Daily Caller this weekend. Stunning article. Was Joe Biden's family paid off to get a prosecutor fired in Ukraine that was looking into a company that hired Hunter Biden? The great Chuck Ross, Daily Caller, Burisma official told Hunter Biden they wanted to, quote, close down an investigation about the firm's owner, according to an unconfirmed email. Fascinating. So, again, to walk this through for the liberals who have a tough time processing basic information, a company in Ukraine, Burisma, was under investigation. Fact. Company hires Hunter Biden, son of Joe Biden. Also a fact. One of their deliverables in an email was to get the investigator looking into said company fired. Also a fact. Also a fact, Joe Biden, who was the vice president and point man for the Obama administration on Ukraine, is on tape demanding that same prosecutor be fired. Fact. Final fact, that prosecutor was in fact fired after Biden's demands. Yeah, it's a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. <laughs> Those are, you, you can have your opinion on that to use the overused adage, which I'm getting a little tired of, but you get it. You are entitled to your own opinion. Of course, <laughs> you are not entitled to your own set of facts. To quote Ben Shapiro, facts don't care about your feelings. You can have feelings about the facts, but facts don't care about your feelings. And what I just laid out to you are a series of facts. Now, this story will be in my show notes today by Chuck Ross. Please, I'm begging you to read it. Begging, like on bended knee if I could. It'll be in the show notes, bongino.com slash newsletter. The newsletter is the show notes. The article will be there. Please subscribe. Read this article. Here is the big takeaway from it. There's a lot of juicy stuff in there, but the bottom line up front, they get to right in the beginning of this Daily Caller piece about potential uh, blackmail information, bribery, and all kinds of things happening with Hunter Biden and Joe. Quote, an executive at Burisma Holdings, the company I told you a fact was under investigation by a Ukrainian prosecutor, told Hunter Biden in November of 2015 that he wanted high-ranking U.S. officials to express their support for the energy firm as part of an effort to shut down investigations against the company's owner, according to an unconfirmed email Fox News reported on Thursday. According to Fox News anchor Tucker Carlson, Vadim Pazarsky, a Burisma executive emailed Biden and his business associate, Devin Archer, they're talking about Hunter Biden, on November 2nd, 2015, laying out a series of, quote, deliverables he sought for the company. Now, I know they say this is unconfirmed. I'm going to confirm this for you right now because I always, always do what? Produce the receipts and the evidence, folks. That's what we do here. Hat tip our buddy at Fool Nelson on Twitter, who I do communicate with, who has some really good stuff out there. So we know this now. I've laid out the facts, the predicate facts here. Hunter Biden's company he gets hired by is under investigation. We know that the executive from that company is emailing Hunter Biden demanding that that investigation be, quote, closed down and, quote, say, closed down any cases into us. So executive from a company under investigation hires Hunter Biden to make this investigation go away. Where did that happen? Well, let's look at screenshot number two from the Daily Caller article where they have the actual email. This Burisma executive, company under investigation, said, quote, the goal of the visit was to, quote, bring positive signal and message and support on Nikolai's issue to the Ukrainian top officials above with the ultimate purpose. Nikolai, by the way, is the executive from Burisma under investigation with the ultimate purpose to close down for any cases, pursuits against Nikolai in Ukraine. So, again, fact, company hires Hunter Biden. 
company is under investigation, sends an email to Hunter Biden, say our goal is to close down these investigations. Hunter Biden's dad is the point man on Ukraine, who's then on tape demanding the prosecutor looking into this company be fired. Prosecutor is then fired. Facts, facts. Those are facts, liberals, facts. You know what facts are? Indisputable data points already proven. You may say, well, Dan, that no, oh, by the way, key point, Paul, I need you as the ombudsman too. In addition to ombudsman Joe, the official ombudsman of the Dan Bongino show. So we now know that this email from the Burisma executive to Hunter was sent November 2nd of 2015. The email from, I'm, I'm doing this slowly for the liberals listening who have like six inch thick skulls who are incapable of processing facts. The Burisma executive emails, sends a series of emails to Hunter Biden and his business partner on November 2nd of 2015, demanding that for our money, they close down any cases into the company. Burisma. Everybody tracking? Paula, do I get a head nod? Joe, do I get a head nod? We got two head nods, so we're good to go. Here is a close inner circle confidant of Joe Biden who works with Biden, a guy by the name of Amos Hochstein. Here is an email chain from Amos Hochstein on, well, let's just put it up. We can look at the date ourselves. Oh, November 2nd, 2015. It's from a redacted source to Amos Hochstein. Monday, November 2nd, 2015, 12.30 p.m. Subject, Hunter Biden's office called. <laughs> To Amos Hochstein, he is requesting a meeting with you this Friday. Would you like me to arrange this? Hochstein responds back, yes, same day, November 2nd, 2015, the same day the Burisma executive is emailing Hunter Biden, demanding that they get a meeting to, quote, close down any cases into the company Hunter Biden's being paid handsomely for, and that Joe Biden's dad is later on tape demanding the prosecutor be fired for. Those are emails. Again, facts, data points, irrefutable data points. Facts don't care about your feelings. Hat tip Shapiro. You may have feelings about the facts, but the facts don't care about your darn feelings. You don't find this odd that some redacted source is emailing a confidant of Joe Biden, Amos Hochstein, asking to set up a meeting with Hunter Biden on the same day Hunter Biden gets an email from a Burisma executive demanding that they close down any cases into their company for their corruption investigation. You, you're not scratching your head a little bit going, that, 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 that sounds weird. That sounds a little weird. Yeah. A little yeah. weird, right? You're a little weird. Really weird. <laughs> Crazy talk. So... <laughs> There's a, the Senate, uh, one of the Senate committees interviewed some of the players in this scandal. Again, in case you're looking for more evidence that these November 2nd emails are, in fact, authentic. Um, this is from the Senate's own documents, as a matter of fact, where they interviewed some of the players in this scandal. Check this out. Um, I'm sorry, Paul. I know I got out of luck. I'll, I'll get back. To, yeah. You know what? Paula put this up. Paula's right. Let's do this email first. This is the uh, one of the Ukrainian executives as well that hired Hunter Biden. In case you're saying, oh, well, how do we know this meeting made its way eventually up to Joe Biden himself? Here's Vadim Pazarsky. I always throw Paul off. I always say go out of order. Vadim Pazarsky email. By the way, no one's denying this email is authentic to Hunter Biden himself. Dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C. and giving me an opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. It's an honor and a pleasure. This was sent April 17, 2015, indicating what? That after the request for the November meeting of uh, after the request uh, later on, they've already met with Joe Biden. They already know what's going on. Joe Biden's already in on this whole thing. Biden's already met with these people. We have the emails. There's no question Biden's involved in this. Sorry. Now to go back to the Senate interview, because this matters. This is all under oath stuff. Check this out. They're interviewing Hochstein, who, again, is on this email chain trying to set up a meeting with Hunter Biden after Biden gets an email from a Burisma executive demanding that these cases be closed down into the company Biden's getting paid by. It says uh, this is Mr. Hochstein's answer about the Hunter Biden meeting. Quote, I believe it was in early November of 2015. Wow, that sounds weird. The same day he got the email from Burisma demanding that the cases into the company be closed. He's asked, well, how long was your conversation with Roger Biden? I get the name wrong. It's Hunter Biden. 
He says, probably 20 minutes or so. And did you tell him about Russia's disinformation efforts? Hosting, I did. And what was his response? I think he was frustrated with the Russia, Russia narrative. So just to be clear, let's walk through this again. Burisma's under investigation in Ukraine. Hires Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's kid. Hires them to, quote, close down any cases into Burisma. They then email Biden's inner circle demanding meetings and all this stuff, which we now can see with Hunter Biden, who's working for the company to get this prosecutor fired. We then know in 2016, the prosecutor is fired and Joe Biden's on tape in March of 2016, talking about firing the prosecutor, looking into his son's company. We also know, according to a company executive, that they'd already met with Biden because there's an email earlier in the year in April saying, thank you for the opportunity to meet with your dad. Folks, none of, nobody finds this in any way disturbing. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? That a company on an email chain, we now have documented and Senate confirmed under oath testimony that a company may have paid the vice president of the United States son and, and paid them off to close down an international corruption case. And Biden may know Joe Biden may know all about this while he's running for president. Shockingly, folks, this case gets worse. You may say, wait, the vice president of the United States, there may have been a financial incentive paid by him by a foreign government to dump a major corruption investigation into a foreign company with serious allegations of corruption. Yes. Believe it or not, it does get worse on the, I got to read uh, my second spot. Here. We have a second sponsor. But when I get back on the other side is I'm going to show you two emails, one from Rudy, uh, excuse me, two pieces of video, one from Rudy Giuliani and one from Ron Johnson, us Senator that are, believe me, are going to bake your bagels. They're going to cook your muffins because yes, this shockingly does get worse. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Patriot mobile. Leftist corporations like Verizon have empowered radicals to tear our country apart by funding their efforts, most recently sending 10 million to Al Sharpton and others. It started with impeachment and then exploiting the pandemic, followed by violent riots, and now they're threatening violence over filling the vacant seat on the Supreme Court. Patriot Mobile shares your values and won't send your hard-earned money to aid in the destruction of America or fund Planned Parenthood. They won't do it. Get the same nationwide service and support a company that loves America, shares your values, our values, supports our police too. Switching is easy. Keep your phone number, bring your own phone or buy a new one. Now they have their best offer yet. Get a free month of service or a free phone plus free activation with their offer code DAN. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call the U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more. So please make the switch today. Don't wait. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 972-PATRIOT. Call today. Make the switch today. All right. Uh, Getting back to this story. Yes, this does get worse. Now, just summing it up nicely is former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani, who's been on this case like white on rice from the start. Rudy Giuliani was on Newsmax TV and summed up the problem here nicely. This is a huge national security threat to the United States of America going on right now. Where is the media on this? Check this out. Press Corps knew it and covered it up. And now we have Biden's own text messages to his father, to others, which make it clear that uh, they were stealing money, taking money from countries like um, Iraq, Ukraine, China, Romania, Oh, don't forget Moscow, the 3.5 million from Moscow that Biden lied about at the debate, which we have proof of. Plus, today, the New York Post completely puts the lie to his claim he didn't know about Burisma and he didn't know about the shenanigans there and the fact that he was involved in a bribe there since uh, he said he never met or knew anything about Burisma. And there are text messages that make it clear that in 2015, he had a meeting with the number two person of Burisma in Washington, D.C., Can't sum it up any better than that. Nope. In the words of Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, was there a bribe there? Was the vice president of the United States bribed to make an investigation go away? Where's the media on this? Now do you see why President Trump was impeached when he started asking questions about Ukraine? Does it all make sense now, folks? 
This had nothing to do with President Trump, his phone call with the Ukrainian president, nothing. This had everything to do with the fact that President Trump was asking questions about what Biden was up to there. And it scared the hell out of the Democrats who realized this massive corruption scheme was going to be exposed. Does it also make sense now why the tech tyrants at Twitter, Facebook and elsewhere are looking to make this Ukraine story desperately go away before the election? Now, you may say you said it was going to get worse. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it does. I mean, um, seriously, I, I'm, this is not. This is not meant for a fact. It's a serious question. You may say, well, what would be worse than an international bribery scheme for us at the time sitting vice president? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the worst thing possible, I think I can think of, and I think many of you would agree, would be the abuse of a child, right? What does that have to do with any of this? Well, check out the Washington Examiner. Another story in the show notes that if you don't read, you're doing, it, you're doing yourself a disservice by the great Dan Chaitlin. Quote, you just made the connection. Top senator asked if FBI investigated child pornography on Hunter Biden's laptop. What? What? What could be worse than a potential international bribery scheme for a sitting vice president? That the FBI may have come in and sent someone in to retrieve Hunter Biden's laptop from the computer store where Hunter Biden left his laptop behind? And the FBI agent they sent in was an agent with a specialty in child pornography. Don't take my word for it, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to Senator Ron Johnson on the Maria Bartiromo show himself. There is more to come, and there is a further analysis of the subpoena's handwriting, and it suggests that the subpoena was served by an FBI agent uh, who, uh, his name is Joshua Wilson, and over the last five years, he has been working on child pornography issues. Connect the dots. If an FBI agent is working on child pornography issues for five years, why is he uh, subpoenaing the uh, laptop of Hunter Biden? Is there a connection here? Should this suggest that there's a child pornography issue here on that laptop? Well, I think you just made the connection. Again, this is what the FBI, I think, has to come clean about. This, this isn't a standard investigation. Where, you know, if the FBI doesn't indict somebody, that, that everything remains confidential. This is something that, as we were talking about, relates to national security. And if, if there's criminal activity involved that can be tied to, to Hunter Biden or his business associates, or even possibly tied back to other members of the, of the Biden family. And as some of these emails indicate that Joe Biden was fully aware of this. He was taking his 10 percent cut or, or, or requiring 50 percent from his, his family member's salary. Huh? I'm not joking. Can you think of anything more disgusting? No, no, no. Because we believe in facts here, which we opened up to show it. It is not a fact that child pornography was found in that computer. It is not. It is a speculation right now based on who the FBI sent over to look at it. But it's not a fact. So you may say, well, Dan, given that your show specializes in facts, which is what we do here, unlike the mainstream media. Why would we bring this up? Because, ladies and gentlemen, if Hunter Biden's computer, if if it does, based on informed speculation, based on who the FBI sent over to retrieve the computer, a specialist in child pornography, um, if that computer does, in fact, contain the most disgusting thing known to humankind we can possibly imagine. And we are now um, just a couple weeks out from the most important election of our lifetime. And that person whose computer it is that may have this on there, his father is running for uh, the presidency of the United States in an election just a couple of weeks away. Um, is it a fair question to ask that? Do the enemies of the United States, these people we're dealing with, the Chinese and the Russians, the, the Biden family was dealing with, do they have this information too? Because if they do, it opens up a very serious blackmail question, does it not? Um, I think we're entitled to that answer. If the computer contained child pornography on it before the election, and if the answer is no, and someone can confirm that, this show will be the first one to put that out there. And believe me, believe me, I hope and pray, and I am not kidding, that the answer is no. 
That's, this isn't some political football. This is the peak of human depravity. If, in fact, that is there. I think we're entitled to know that. Because that's a game changer. Because not only is it disgusting filth, disgusting filth of the highest order of disgusting filth, it could be disgusting filth in possession of the enemies of the United States who could blackmail members of the potential president's family. Again, now you see why fake book and Twitter and the Democrat machine was so eager to make the Ukraine story go away. Oh, look at this fake book story. Breitbart, by the way, just convenient timing, I'm sure. Again, it'll be in the show notes today. The Facebook, quote, content regulation manager. That sounds Orwellian. Anna McIndrew advised Joe Biden on Ukraine by the great Alan Bakari, who we interviewed on the show two weeks ago. So, what was that title again, Paul? Can you put that up again? The content, was it the content distribution manager regulator? The the regulators regulate. Oh, the Facebook content regulation manager advised Joe Biden on on Ukraine. Wow, that's, 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 that's really weird that fake book is on the record through that guy, what, Andy Stone? Remember who put out a tweet? the fake book, other content regulation, whatever guy saying, Hey, we're going to limit distribution of this negative information about Joe Biden and the crime family's ties to Ukraine. We're not going to let you see that. That's weird because the fake book content regulators regulate, uh, happened to be an advisor to Joe Biden on the same Ukraine issues. We're suspecting him of being involved in, uh, corruptly involved. And that's just really weird. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. As we say, just a big wiki dink. no, Now, because the media, by the way, we had a cutout, just so you know, in case there's a little bit of a, Joe will always make it and Drew pretty seamless and Paula too, but though you won't even notice it, but there was a portion of the show missing today, maybe like two, three minutes late, because Lucy, the wonder dog, I'll show you, I'll show you, if you want to watch rumble.com slash Bongino, Lucy, the wonder dog, who we love, was eating my Fox News microphone. This is one of those quickie ties. Um, so if you hear me on Fox tonight and the audio is bad, um, that may be because Lucy, the wonder dog, in fact, was eating the cable to, to my Fox microphone, which is different than this microphone. This is real. This is not a prop. This see the cables and everything. This is a real microphone. Um, yeah. I use a lav mic for Fox. This is an RE20. This is real, not a prop. So you won't hear any change on this. But if I sound like Charlie Brown's teacher tonight on Fox, it's because Wonder Dog Lucy, in fact, ate my lav mic for Fox News. I'm just putting that out there. I may have to go find a backup. Producer Kurt, who's another producer who works on my live stream studio. We may need you. Emergency call. The bat signal. Light it up for producer Kurt to rescue me with a new lab mic because Lucy the Wonder Dog may have, in fact, eaten it. One day when we do a live stream, which we will, you will get to see the outtake here. Right, Joe? Me going, Paula, the dog's eating the lab mic. And Paula, I'm not kidding. Paula, you know, doing a bear crawl like this. Not a joke under the camera because she didn't know if I was going to keep it in show. Bear crawl under the camera, trying to grab Lucy. Oh my God, oh my God, Lucy! It was like out of a drama, like a war movie or so. I got, I got Lucy. Come on, Lucy! And barely saved this in time before Lucy totally ate my lav mic for Fox. It's priceless footage. One day we are going to do a live stream soon. I'm in negotiations now with a number of entities. On the live stream, you will catch all the golden outtakes. Joe's had them too. Don't let Joe fool you. Joe's had his moments too. See, Joe can cut it out himself when he doesn't like what he says. You'll get to see that too. It's all gold, folks. All right. (laughs) Right? Is it not? Joe's like, I don't like them to cut that out. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody's had them. I've had them. Paula's had them. Lucy, the Wonder Dog, Joe, everyone. All right, let me get back to this. This is seriously, this is important stuff. So, of course, everybody's in a panic. The Democrats, the media, fake book, Twitter, everyone else over this Ukraine story, because it's only the biggest national security threat of our time right now that we may have a president in a couple of months 
Joe Biden, who could win, who is a compromised national security threat to the United States. Huge story. So everybody, of course, is eager to make it go away because they don't do actual news. They're a joke. Uh, so the media is going back to do what? Well, they can't impeach President Trump again. There's only two weeks uh, go to go to the election. So they're going to their old go-to. It's like that old catcher's mitt you have. Your son's a pitcher. It's all worn out. Nice. You can hey, you gotta throw a few, throw a few money with that old, hey, comfortable catcher's mitt. They go back to, it's Russian disinformation. This must be a Russian disinformation bot. That's weird. Russian disinformation bot. So Hunter Biden leaves his computer in a computer store. And what, the Russians made him do it? He signs over the computer. If he doesn't pick it up within a certain amount of time, there's a receipt. He surrenders the computer. It's not hacked information. It's not a stolen computer. The, the Russians did that? I'm, 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 I'm unclear. I'm unclear how this is Russian disinformation. Confirmed emails now. Some of them, not all of them, but confirmed emails. And, stuff. and no one on the Biden campaign is denying that it's Hunter's computer or that any of these are real. So the, what the Russians made him do? I'm, I'm, I'm confused. So Leland Vitter did a good job on Fox this weekend. Um, Leland was interviewing this Biden campaign uh, hack who just humiliated herself. By the way, she was had a green screen in the back, um, a literal green screen. I don't know if she forgot to turn the green yes. screen on for the. Did you see this, Joe? I yeah. <laughs> listen. I don't want you to get distracted because if you're listening on audio, the oh, audio right. matters. But if you're watching on Rumble, Rumble.com/slash Bungino, this is how incompetent the Biden team is. They were behind an actual green screen. They forgot to turn the effect on, so it's green which is super weird, but whatevs. This is supposed to be a professional campaign. So here's this Biden flack and Leland Vitter's having none of this nonsense um, about, hey, these emails were hacked. They may be fake. They may be Russian disinformation. These emails between Hunter Biden and all these cronies and stuff. Leland's like, well, then just deny it. And notice what she says before he cuts her. He shouldn't have cut her off. He should have let her keep going. But she says like, no, 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 no one's denying it. Oh, oh they aren't? They Check this out. This is weird. What's interesting is I feel like you still haven't answered the fundamental question, which is, can anyone say that these emails are inauthentic? And so far, I haven't heard anybody say that. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't think anybody's saying okay, they so, are so inauthentic. Okay, so let me ask you about let me Let me turn Leland, it around. Let me, let me do this. Me, Hold on. Let me ask it like this. One of the biggest issues that Democrats have had and, and the former vice president have had with the Trump family was the emails that connected Donald Trump Jr. to Russians, okay? There was an entire special counsel investigating that, okay? There are now emails connecting Hunter Biden with both cutouts for the Ukrainian government and Russian intelligence and with the Chinese Communist Party. Hold on, so should, hold on, hold on, let me just ask the question. So should there be the same treatment? Should there be a special counsel? Because when there was an email from Don Jr., the left went crazy. I think your point about having a special counsel is probably particularly responsible. I think it's a shame that we're spending so much time in taxpayer dollars. Wait, wait, wait hold on. It's a shame, it's a shame trying to, to hold on, hold on. It's a shame trying to figure out if the man who's going to be running for president of the United States and no, wants to be president, Leland, it's a shame to listen. figure out whether or not there was 10% of a Chinese company put aside for him. That's a waste of time. <laughs> oh, is that the question or not? Oh. Listen, I, Leland goes after both parties i don't i honestly i work with leland i know leland we're not best friends but i've you know we've spoken to him quite a bit i don't know what his politics are i have no idea i just know he savages both sides of the aisle i really don't i have no idea what his politics are but man did he have her nailed up against a wall there are these emails between hunter biden's uh hunter biden his business associates and cutouts for foreign governments and enemies of the united states are they real or not and notice what she says. Well, no one's yeah. saying they're inauthentic. So they're real? Not only can they not figure out a green screen, they can't figure out how to get out of this line of questioning because the emails are real. Because the emails are real. And Leland sums it up nicely at the end, saying, this isn't a fair line of questioning? Are you insane? Like, is the vice president in the pocket of enemies of the United States? We're not supposed to ask this just to be crystal clear. So, and he brings up another great point. So we had a Senate investigation, a house investigation, a Southern district of New York investigation, and an entire Bob Mueller witch hunt special counsel dedicated to investigating Trump's ties to Russia 
on the basis of a fake PP hoax dossier that's been thoroughly discredited by everyone, including Mueller himself. That was a whole four year investigation. But we have emails tying your candidate, Joe Biden, to enemies of the United States. You can't say are fake. You can't say that because they're not. And what? Well, there's not supposed to be questioning about this at all. Good job by Leland. Well done. Although he shouldn't have interrupted her there. She was in the process of giving him a huge soundbite. We're not saying they're inauthentic. So you're saying they're real? We're not saying they're inauthentic, meaning we are saying they're authentic, right? I'm just do you know, remember logic? Again, the modus tonins, modus ponens stuff. But you ever do that in college? If then, if they're not inauthentic, that means they're authentic. Kind of binary, no? One or the other? Now, regarding the Biden campaign flack who can't figure out a green screen, trying to change the subject to, well, this could be Russian disinformation. That was a longer interview. And just in the interest of time, I had to cut that uh, portions of it out. Here is our director of national intelligence this morning, breaking on Maria Bartiromo show, huge news, eviscerating the stupid talking point that these Hunter Biden emails laying out a corruption scheme like we haven't seen in eons in the United States. The claim by the Democrats and sleazeball Adam Schiff, Shifty, Shifty going back. These are all Russian disinformation. There's no evidence. The Biden flack just said these emails are, quote, not inauthentic. No one's saying that. That's what she said. That's the exact quote. I'm sorry. No one's saying that in response to, are these emails inauthentic? So she's suggesting they are authentic. And yet media flax, and I'm not talking about media flax who work for Biden. I'm talking about media who are flax too for the Biden, because they are media people. You know, like the slimes and other ones, the compost. They can't get away from this talking point that, no, no, this may be Russian disinformation. Let's have the director of national intelligence, who's a good man, is not going to risk his reputation for anything. And he knows everybody would leak it if it was actually Russian disinformation, saying categorically on Maria Bartiromo's show this morning that that is false, that there is no evidence whatsoever that these emails are Russian disinformation. Check this out. Is this Russian disinformation, director? So, Maria, it's funny that uh, some of the people that complain the most about uh, intelligence being politicized are the ones politicizing intelligence. And unfortunately, in this case, uh, it is Adam Schiff, the chairman of the House Intelligence uh, Committee, who, uh, as you pointed out on Friday, said that the intelligence community believes that Hunter Biden's laptop and the emails on it are, are part of some Russian disinformation campaign. Let me be clear. The intelligence community doesn't believe that uh, because because there's no intelligence that supports that. And we have shared no intelligence with Chairman Schiff or any other member of Congress that Hunter Biden's laptop is part of some Russian disinformation campaign. It's simply not true. And this is exactly what I said I would stop when I became the director of national intelligence. And that's people using the intelligence community to leverage some political narrative. And in this case, apparently Chairman Schiff wants anything against his preferred political candidate to be deemed as not real and is using the intelligence community or attempting to use the intelligence community to say there's nothing to see here. Um, Don't drag the intelligence community into this. Hunter Biden's laptop is not part of some Russian disinformation campaign. And I think it's clear that the American people know that. Okay, folks, there it is. Gavel in. That, in fact, is what we would call a conclusive period full stop denial that any of that nonsense is true. <laughs> I mean, what else do you need to hear than the director of national intelligence, a good man in John Radcliffe, stating for the record publicly on a nationally televised popular cable news show that there is zero evidence that Hunter Biden's emails are a Russian disinformation campaign. What else do you need to hear? The media, of course, will not run with any of that because they're liars. They're hacks. They're frauds. They are fully in bed, engaged in all kinds of carnal activities with the Biden campaign. They are parroting Biden campaign talking points because that's all they care about is defeating Trump. The truth is a secondary agenda, if not tertiary, maybe quaternary at best.
the truth, the truth Ratcliffe just told you. There is not a shred of evidence. This is a Russian disinformation campaign. Stop making it up. Doesn't matter. I got another talking point in a minute. I want to get to my third sponsor showing you again how they're going to go to another narrative after the Russian disinformation campaign falls apart, which it did this morning. All right. Thanks for your patience. You know, we love our sponsors. Today's show also brought to you by friends at We The People Holsters. Here's mine right here. I have the We The People Constitution design. I love this holster. Listen, if COVID wasn't warning enough, the last two weeks have reminded us all why there's a Second Amendment. If the left succeeds in defunding the police, there might not be anyone there, God forbid, to help you in an emergency. That's why you need a We The People holster. Starting at just $39, We The People holsters are custom designed to fit your firearm perfectly. They're made right here in the USA, not the Chaz. They have thousands of options to choose from, plus an amazing selection of printed holsters like this one right here. Their proprietary clip design allows you to easily adjust both the cant and the ride of that clip. You see it right there? So it will fit comfortably and securely at all times. I can't imagine wearing another holster. This is a terrific holster. Now is the time to support American companies. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan and get yours today. Every holster ships free, comes with a lifetime guarantee. Look at that. Perfect fit designed precisely for your specific firearm. You put it in there, it gives a little so you know it's in there securely. Get an additional $10 off with the offer code DAD. Satisfaction's guaranteed. If it's not a perfect fit for your firearm, send it back for a total refund. WeThePeopleHolsters.com slash Dan. Look at that. Beautiful. WeThePeopleHolsters.com slash Dan. Offer code DAN. Go today. Thanks, We The People Holsters. All right. So we've laid out the case against the Biden family. I've laid out the ridiculous media narrative. There's Russian disinformation. There's not a shred of evidence at all, but there's not a shred of evidence. The media actually does journalism either. So what's the difference, right? So they're going to go to this other narrative now as well. And the other narrative, once John Radcliffe, uh, once his talking points from this morning start filtering through the media and the media realizes they're not going to be able to say this anymore because there's no evidence they can produce that this is Russian disinformation. They're going to go to this. They're going to say, well... This was a politically motivated link, a leak, excuse me, designed to damage the Biden campaign. And keep in mind, the dossier and all that stuff, Joe, get ready for it. The dossier and all that stuff, that wasn't leaked prior to the election. Mark it, mark it, Paula, mark the date, mark the date right now. Mark the date, mark the time, mark it. Guaranteed, because they have nothing to fall back on. The Biden campaign is not denying the authenticity of the emails. It's Russian disinformation line has been totally eviscerated. It's just fake. No evidence will surface that that's true at all. So they're going to say, well, this was a politically motivated leak. And keep in mind, when they had the dossier, which was fake, by the way, on Trump, that didn't leak till after the election. I'm telling you, this is going to be their next line of attack. We're going to head that off right here. I'm going to go quickly through a series of headlines showing you that's fake, too, that the PP dossier was, in fact, leaked before the election, even though it was categorically false. And that so-called credible news outlets leaked to the PP dossier with no evidence it was, in fact, true before the election. For liberals listening, the last election for president was in November of 2016. Uh, I know you have a tough time with dates and stuff. So if it was in November, we'll look at the dates on these articles to show you that your talking point. Oh, no, no. No one in the mainstream media dared leak the PP dossier before the election. That is, in fact, another made up fabricated talking point, just like Russian disinformation. Let's go to headline number one, uh, The New Yorker. Pretty simple. Again, we can look at the headline, look at the date. Uh, there he goes. Uh, David Remnick, August 3rd of 2016. August, Joe, is before November, right? I'm just going to need you to fact check me here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, thank yeah. you, Joe. Just, just, I know he t- no these problem. are tough. These are hard ones, but Joe will help out the liberals there. Uh, the New Yorker, Trump and Putin, a love story. The attraction is mutual, but history shows who's really using whom. Uh, Again, hints of the dossier fake collusion hoax narrative there. Uh, Let's go to story number two, which would be Yahoo magazine by the now discredited, at least on this story, Michael Isikoff, who was a key player in promoting the PP stuff. Uh, So here's Isikoff's article at Yahoo magazine. Michael Isikoff, Yahoo Michael Isikoff, Yahoo. There we go. It makes it into the show. U.S. intel officials probe ties between Trump advisor and Kremlin. Michael Isikoff. What's the date on that, Paul? Is that September? September, right? Yeah, September 2016. Joe, uh, just checking again. We have two sources now, Paul and you. September is, in fact, before November, correct? Uh, yes. I know. Yes. Tough I've one, confirmed Joe. It's yeah. like 
Man, thank yeah. God I ate my Wheaties this morning. Joe's like, that. no, there's going to be all these tough questions. Yes, that is, in fact, before the election. Um, so that's number two. Um, let's go to David Korn, another uh, discredited collusion hoaxer himself. Uh, David Korn at Mother Jones. Let's see if this was, in fact, before the November election. David Korn, Mother Jones. Um, a veteran spy has given the FBI information alleging a Russian operative to cultivate uh, Donald Trump. Interesting. David Korn. What is that date, Paul? Is that October of 2016? That is Paul. Now, Joe, again, I <laughs> did you take your like uh, Prevagen, your cognitive enhancers this morning? Um, October is before November, correct? Just just again. 10, 11. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. He's yeah. got to go to the numbers. Joe's got to go to the numbers. The, the, the actual names, October, confusing him. So he's going to the number designations <laughs> for the month because he just wants to be sure because he doesn't want to let the audience out. Again, thank God he had his coffee this morning. Okay, let's try one more because you may say to yourself, no way. This can't possibly be. The media is saying they didn't leak the dossier before the election. We didn't do this to Trump like what they're doing to Biden now. They, well, no, you didn't. The information on Trump was actually fake. The Biden information is real. Here we go. Slate Magazine, Franklin Four was a Trump server. Remember the Alpha Bank thing in the dossier, the Trump server communicating with Alpha Bank and ran Russia. That nonsense was a Trump server communicating with Russia. There you go. Slate magazine. You know what? Just for for um, let's call it hits and giggles. You can figure that out. Uh, let's go to one more here. Let's go to NBC. You know, credible news out. Oh, look, Ken Delaney, a noted collusion hoaxer. Ken the fusion Ken Delaney. Here it is. What's the date on that? Is that October 31st, too? Gosh, thank God I got pretty good vision. October 31st, October. Joe, one more time. I'm really sorry. I know oh, you had an espresso this morning. Is October again before <sighs> November? You have to go to the numbers, go to the numbers. But that is before the November election, correct? I can't remember, but I think that's what I said just a couple minutes ago. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Joe just yeah. confirming before that he was not <sighs> inaccurate when he stated October's before November before. There's Fusion <sighs> Ken, in fact, reporting on the on the PP document as well. The fake PP hoax. <laughs> It doesn't matter what I'm telling you, that the facts are out there and the interweb, you can look these articles up yourself. By the way, hat tip the great undercover Huber for that. But get ready for narrative number two. After it's Russia disinformation, that's going to collapsing right now as of this morning. Narrative number two will be it's a political hit and we didn't do this to Trump with the dossier. No, no, you did. And the difference is the dossier and the PP dossier was fake and you still did it before the election. Yet the Hunter Biden stuff is, in fact, real. All right, we have an election special coming up this week. Um, I'm hoping to get Steve Cortez, who's fantastic, from the Trump campaign. Um, actually emailing him right now. It looks like that's going to happen. Um, and I want to interview Robert from the Trafalgar Group. I, I think it's Call Hay. Um, but the Trafalgar Group was one of the few polling outfits that got the 2016 election right. And he's going to become, that's confirmed. And we're going to talk to him about some of the polling as well, because they're showing a whole different election than the election you've been told about by the mainstream media. Quickly on this point, before I get to some other stuff, including Bidenomics, uh, interesting article at Bongino.com. You know, we, we love Bongino.com. We try not to promote our own stuff and help out other people, but... You know, once in a while, it's an article so good, I'd like you to read it. Uh, Matt Palumbo, the great Matt Palumbo, has got a fantastic book coming out about the disaster up in New York. I'm, I'm going to promote for him. Matt Palumbo, Biden campaign manager. Polls are inflated and the race is closer than the media believes. I didn't read that wrong. Then say Trump campaign manager. That's the Biden campaign manager saying to people, crystal clear, Biden is not up by double digits, ladies and gentlemen. These polls are inflated. They're oversampling Democrats. That's the Biden people saying, not the Trump people. Read the article. Be up in the show notes today and up at Bongino.com. Here's a quote from it. During a recent grassroots summit, Dylan, who's the campaign manager for Biden, said that despite the national polls claims, Biden is not, quote, Biden is not up by double digits. And another quote, those are inflated national public polling numbers. I'm out of the predictions game. I'm just telling you, these polls are not right, folks. They're not right. There is something off here. It doesn't match up with the public enthusiasm, the voter enthusiasm gap. On the ground, what I'm seeing, it doesn't match up with anything. Here's another article by the Washington Examiner. If Trump's down by 10 and 15 and 20 points and 15 points, 
then why is the early voting? And again, early voting in no way dispositive, but early voting an indicator nonetheless and a data point we should use. Early voting numbers are a fact. We can tell how many Democrats and how many Republicans return their ballots. It's a fact. Yeah, how you feel about that fact is up to you. I'm going to give you an opinion on that fact. Washington Examiner piece by the great Michael Lee up in the show notes. Actually, I don't know Michael Lee. I don't know if he's great, but let's assume he is. Headline, early voting data in battleground states shows Trump outpacing national polls, giving Biden an edge. I thought he was down by 10 points and five points in battleground states. From the piece. The GOP is keeping pace in mail-in and early voting in three key swing states, despite polls showing early voting should clearly favor Joe Biden. Again, folks, data, data. Your feelings about the data is up to you. Goes on. Data out of Michigan, Wisconsin, and Ohio indicates that registered Republicans are returning ballots at about the same rate as registered Democrats in the battleground states. Listen, ladies, gents, However you decide to feel about that and interpret it, again, is an opinion and is up to you and is fair game. But it doesn't ignore or, or dissolve the fact that we've been told early voting should favor Democrats who favor voting by mail more than Republicans. Everybody copy? So if a state poll in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Ohio, those three states we showed there, if state polls are, are accurate, showing by, uh, excuse me, Trump down by five and 10 points in some cases, then how is it that even though Democrats state they prefer voting by mail, that the early voting shows a tie of returns by Republicans and Democrats? The answer is, I don't trust these polls at all. And we'll see during the election show what Robert from Trafalgar Group has to say about that. It's going to be an interesting question. All right, let me get to my last sponsor and let me get to the most important story of the day, the Bidenomics and the real cost to you if Joe Biden gets elected. Because believe me, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to hurt. It's going to hurt your wallet and it's going to hurt you. Our final sponsor are good friends of Vincero. Joe has a Vincero. Paula has a Vincero. I have a Vincero. Well, what's a Vincero? A Vincero is this. It is a beautiful timepiece. It is the finest watch out there for the price. I get compliments about this all the time. I get listeners always asking me on Facebook, on Parler, on Twitter, on email, Dan, what kind of watch do you wear? And the answer is I wear a Vincero. Why? Because a watch is something you should look forward to putting on. It says something about you. I feel like I, I, I feel great when I put my Vincero watches on. I have this one. I have uh, this one over here. This is the altitude with the blue band, excuse me, with the blue face and the brown leather band. I love this watch. This is my, but I don't, I, 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 I call my G.I. Joe watch because it reminds me when I was a kid, I used to love G.I. Joe stuff. I love that watch. It's a cool watch. I love it. After years of wearing these watches, it still feels great. They look great too. Head on over to VinceroWatches.com slash Bongino. Don't hesitate. Shop their watches at a discount. If you visit my link, VinceroWatches.com slash Bongino. There's no brand name market, but no break time price tags. Their promise to you is a simple one, and they mean it. Solid, beautiful looking, awesome, in this case, rugged looking watches, well made that you'll enjoy wearing, and you're going to get tons of compliments on. And these are the Christmas gifts this year for my family. These guys know just how important it is to shop from brands you trust. Vincero offers free shipping, 30-day returns, guarantees your watch for two years. This is why they have over 22,000 five-star reviews. You're not going to find a better made watch for this price anywhere. My favorites, like I showed you, is the Altitude, the collection on Vincero's modern, it's their it's a modern take on a pilot's watch. It's bold. It's a watch I recommend to anyone. It's good looking and affordable. Like I said, these are timepieces you'll enjoy wearing every single day. If you don't, Vincero will make it right. That's their promise. If you don't love it, they'll make it right by you. Go to uh, shop Vincero. Go to VinceroWatches.com slash Bongino. V-I-N-C-E-R-O. Do not pay full price in these bad boys. Go to my link today, VinceroWatches.com slash Bongino. Pick out your favorite watch. Get a great discount right now. It's the easiest purchase you'll make all year. Makes great gifts as well. VinceroWatches.com slash Bongino. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to start talking about serious nuts and bolts stuff. This is really important. What will a Biden campaign for office if it results in a Biden presidency? What damage will it do? Because it will do damage. The question right now is, um, is not a uh, it's, it's a marginal one. It's not a, a black or white one. The question is, it is a Biden campaign that results in a Biden presidency going to result in damage to your wallet? It's how much damage can you put a number on it? Thanks to a new study. By three terrific economists with a history, a terrific history of calling it like it is. The damage we can now put a number and a face on it. Excellent article in the Wall Street Journal editorial section today, op-ed section, the cost of Bidenomics. 
A new study on Biden's tax, health care, energy, and regulation proposals predicts $6,500 less in median household income by 2030. God forbid Joe Biden is elected president. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Hazlitt, Casey Mulligan, and forgive me, the third author, I'm, uh, I'm, it's, escape, it's escaping me for a moment. They put together this research piece here. It's phenomenal. It puts a hard number on how much damage to your business and your personal income this Biden presidency is going to be. Forget the corruption stuff for a minute. It is the more important story. It's why I covered it first. But this is important for you and your kitchen table. The damage this man is going to do. Let's go to the piece and pick out the highlights here. Quote from the Wall Street Journal piece. The authors of the study estimate that the Biden agenda, if fully implemented, would reduce full-time equivalent employment per person by about 3%. It would reduce the capital stock per person by some 15%, real GDP per person by more than 8%. Compared to CBO uh, estimates for these variables in 2030, this means there would be, get a load of this one, 4.9 million fewer working Americans, 2.6 trillion less in GDP, and $6,500 less in median household income. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Joe Biden is proposing draconian, third world-like confiscatory tax rates that will suck money out of your wallet, your business, and your household at a rate you have not seen before. There are massive middle tax hikes, uh, middle class tax hikes planned. That's a fact. He's threatened to repeal the middle class tax cuts Trump instituted, which would mean your tax are going up dramatically. Your social security taxes are going to go up, your income taxes, your capital gains taxes, corporate taxes if you own a business, your pass-through rates if you own a business where you declare your income as personal are going to go up dramatically. In many cases, upwards of 50% you are going to be paying to the federal government. This is not hard to figure out. As Milton Friedman said, there are four ways to spend money, right? You can spend money on yourself, cost and quality matter. You can spend money on other people. Cost matters, quality not so much. You're buying someone for you're buying something for someone else. Other people can spend other people's money on themselves. Cost doesn't matter, it's other people's money. But quality does. You're buying something for yourself. Joe's paying for my hotel room. I wanted I want the suite and the penthouse. And then you can do what government does, the most inefficient way to take and spend money. Other people spending other people's money on other people. Cost doesn't matter, it's not your money. Quality doesn't matter either. You're not even buying anything for yourself. You're just spending money on other people. What do you care about the quality? What does that have to do with Biden? When you suck money out of the economy and you have other people, Congress, spending other people's money, you the taxpayer, on other people, other taxpayers, the inefficiency is legendary because neither cost nor quality of these programs matter. That is what Joe Biden is threatening to do. That's why these economists who are terrific, Hazlitt, Mulligan, and their, their third partner, forgive me, it's in the article, are predicting a massive, massive drop in economic output. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you've been warned. You've been warned. I don't know what else to tell you. If you're a liberal or a Democrat and you listen to my show, I'm not kidding. You're welcome here. I know I you know, drop tactical nukes on your head sometimes because I don't like liberal stupidity. But you are welcome to listen to the show. I'm not a tech tyrant, free speech uh, um, opponent or enemy of it. I'm just telling you, if you vote for it, this is what you're voting for. A $6,500 drop in household median income? Not $650, $6,500. That's people's mortgage for the whole year in some cases. I mean, that's rent. Goodbye. Gone. All right, I want to get to my last story because it's important. Uh, we've I've covered kind of briefly in the Burisma Hunter Biden uh, Biden crime family segment there about the devastating emails from Ukraine, China, uh, Moscow payments to the Biden family and elsewhere, and, and Twitter and Facebook's effort to make this go away. A little thunderstorm outside there. You hear that? Lucy doesn't care. Lucy's like, whatever. I just ate your Fox News microphone. I'm good. It was tasty. I got my vitamin K for the day or whatever. Lucy's like, what happens? Thunder? <laughs> I don't need that. I'm full. How's your microphone taste? Fill me right up. Lucy, the wonder dog. But 
folks, there is a serious conversation to be had about Twitter and Facebook. Now, again, disclosure, again, I have to do, I am one of the, again, owners of Parler, which is a rival to Twitter. It's only fair to put that out there. There are some new listeners to the show. I know others are tired of hearing it. Parler had a great week, by the way. Thank you. We were still in the top five in the app store because people are tired of Twitter and their nonsense. So we do appreciate that. P-A-R-L-E-R, if you'd like to jump on board there. But folks, being one of the uh, owners, investors in Parler, I do have an kind of intimate inside baseball knowledge about what goes on with tech companies and how it works. There's a big conversation right now about repealing Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. Section 230 basically says that these social media companies can claim platform status rather than publisher status. To be clear, a publisher is someone like the New York Times. If they publish an article and say, Dan Bongino is from Mars, we know it, we've seen his DNA, the article's obviously false. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I am from Mars. I doubt it. But I can sue them as a publisher and say, listen, you published this. It was an editorial decision. It is defamatory and false. I want money damages. And I have taken that track with another publisher I felt defamed me. When you get platform status, so we're clear. Is everybody following me? When you get platform status, it is very difficult to sue a platform because the platform is saying, we're not a publisher People post things on Twitter and Facebook. We're not responsible. Therefore, if Joey Bag of Donuts posts Dan Bonginos from Mars on Facebook, I can sue the person, to be clear, but I can't sue Facebook. Facebook's like, no, no, we're not a publisher. We're a platform. Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act is what enables websites and social media companies to claim platform status. Very simple. There has been a call now amongst many, which I have to be clear, and I have been from the start, I think is a bad idea. And it was summed up nicely by the Wall Street Journal today by Andy Kessler, who's brilliant and is, by the way, is not a liberal by any stretch, about why repealing Section 230 is going to be a really bad idea and will lead to more tech censorship, not less. Wall Street Journal, Andy Kessler, no quick fix for social media bias. Stripping sites of their liability protection might spur more unfair censorship. Folks, I've warned about this repeatedly. I've seen this from the inside. I don't speak for Parler. They have their own PR department. They can do their own thing. I'm telling you, even though I do have a financial interest in them, I'm telling you as an independent person, this is a really bad idea to repeal 230 protections. Why? Don't listen to me. Listen to Kessler. This He sums it up beautifully. If we take away this platform status, Section 230 will end up with more censorship. He says, why? Because if platforms are suddenly liable for everything posted, comments, Facebook comments, tweets, comments under a whatever, New York Post uh, comments section or something like that, the knee-jerk reaction will be to take down everything questionable, leaving us with giant receptacles of baby shark videos, which would diminish the channel's small business uh, use to reach customers. Say goodbye to competition, too. Yes, I know. There are hundreds of smaller social media competitors, one I'm involved with, by the way, he's right, that wouldn't be able to afford the software, let alone the tens of thousands of humans, to take down every, quote, questionable post. Folks, I'm sorry. I know a lot of you will disagree. I know it, and that's fair. I respect and value my audience, but I'm never going to lie to you. I can't jump on this train. It has nothing to do with anything. I, by the way, in case any of you think, which is fair, well, Dan, you got involved with Parler and it would crush you guys too, so maybe there's a conflict of interest. Way before I was involved at Parler, I warned you about the damages could be done to tech companies before I even knew about Parler. You will spur more tech censorship, not less. It is not the answer. I am really sorry to put this out. It is not the answer. Now, I owe you an answer. So what is the answer? I said it on Fox and Friends this morning. You understand why, right? If they lose their platform status and they can be sued for any comment on Twitter and Facebook, they're going to pull down everything. Everything. Because they don't want to be sued. It's not hard to figure out. And when I say everything, I mean pretty much everything conservatives say. And they'll say, no, no, we pulled that conservative. We were afraid of being sued. The better way to do it is to, on these platforms, let people use their own filters. Twitter has it now. Muted words, mute words. You don't want to hear about 
whatever, voter integrity measures. You think it's a Republican talking point? Just mute it. I don't care. You don't like my commentary? Go to Twitter, go to settings, put in muted words, and mute Dan Bongino. But these algorithms have got to stop. I'm with you 100% that the algorithms that selectively filter out conservative content, it is a terrible business decision, and the algorithms have got to stop. There should be an option to mute words and filter content, or else it's open season and the platforms are not responsible. Outside of criminality, but you know, pornography and stuff that would break um, FCC uh, rules, we get that. But other than that, political opinions, it should be open season. One more thing. There should be no interference whatsoever with campaign information. None. None. The FEC should get involved with Twitter. And that complaint is a valid one that Twitter will see where it goes legally. We'll see where it goes with the FEC. But it is a valid complaint that Twitter removed damaging information to the Biden campaign before an election and still hasn't removed damaging information about the Trump campaign in the last election that was debunked and has already proven false, like the Michael Cohen Prague story. They haven't removed that. These are legitimate Federal Election Commission campaign violation complaints that should be investigated. Those are the solutions. But ladies and gentlemen, 230 repeal, I'm telling you, will be a disaster for conservatives. Remember, you heard it here first. It's not a good idea. It's not. And I've said this for three years now. Three years. You can go back and check the show. If Judy gets back to me, I will give you the show number. And you can go listen to yourself way before I was involved with any of this stuff. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Um, Please go pick up my new book. Again, we're still in the uh, top 20 or top 30 on Amazon. My book, uh, Follow the Money, appreciate it. We discussed the whole Spygate scandal. There it is, Follow the Money, the shocking deep state connections to the anti-Trump cabal. And uh, subscribe on Rumble to the video show. It's all free, rumble.com slash Bongino. We're over 100,000 subscribers already on Rumble. Let's get to 200,000, rumble.com slash Bongino. We really appreciate it. See you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan.